You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, guys, we are back. We're going to be talking about day two of free agency, day three of free agency. If you haven't heard our podcast from a couple of days ago, we reviewed everything from day one, uh, from Monday. Uh, Zach, like, it, it was a little bit of a slow start, admittedly, right? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but how are we feeling now, uh, kind of four days in? Actually, no, we're, th- we're kind of three and a half days in at this point. Yeah, no, much better. I mean, it was a slow start. Like I said, we can concede that now. I mean, it was a lot of offensive linemen, you know, trench signings in the first day and then a couple defensive guys. But now things are kind of coming along. We've seen some more skilled players move around, uh, notably Jacoby Myers and a couple trades that went down, moving other players. And we know that your guy, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's supposed to be going to New York. That That's that's pretty big. That was big, man. Um, so, you know, obviously – you know the entire sports world, you know, dropped whatever they were, whatever they were they were doing at 1 p.m. Eastern time yesterday to tune into the Pat McAfee show. The right. dude had 500,000 concurrent uh, viewers at one point for that, which is absolutely unbelievable. Like what Pat McAfee built is right. amazing. Just a little side note there, right? That's goals right there that's that that's awesome um yeah. so cool like his platform is amazing um and you know someone like aaron Rodgers, like he's getting cool with someone like that who's willing to drop drop bombs um you know on that show you know it's funny because as soon as he joins he's like you know kind of saying that this is not going to be an announcement and yeah. everyone's like oh man like what is he going to talk about but he did kind of drop a bomb right and that bomb yeah. was that he fully intends to play with the Jets. He said that he went into the bunker. <laughs> he went into the, <laughs> the darkness. Uh, you know, n- kind of 80, he said 80%. Did he say 80%? 90%. 90%, that he, was he said 90%, 90% yeah. leaning towards him retiring. And then he came out. He saw that the Packers were, you know, there was no communication. The Packers were kind of wanted to move on. It wasn't properly communicated to Rodgers. And I kind of feel like that's what made his decision to come back and play for a different team. And he said he fully intends to play with the Jets this year, which yeah. is music to my ears. And it makes, you know, the signing of Alan Lazard, you know, was something that me and you both talked about, not the best signing in the world. Um, right. In our bo- in both of our opinions, like kind of, you know, overpriced, not the, the best receiver. I think he'll be fine now because if Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback this year, like I'm cool with it, dude. Bring back, you know, Jermichael Finley, you know, bring, bring back Donald Driver. Like, Greg I Jennings. don't care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Greg Jennings, like, bring them all back. It's all good. Um, but I'm happy about it, dude. I'm happy about it. You know, finally, you know, we get a little bit of closure. Like you said, nothing's official, 
at this point. Uh, but it's looking like Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. Yeah. And I knew that you'd be happy about this news. And like you said, it's not it's not official, but it feels official at this point. And this is exactly what Aaron Rodgers wanted all of us to do. Because once again, he's the lead. He not only a talking point, he's the lead talking point on this podcast. I'm sure he's a lead talking point on plenty of other podcasts too. You know what I'm saying? So this is like music to his ears. I'm sure he's very glad to have that happen. But um, yeah, Alan Lazard, definitely a little overpaid. But if that's what it takes to get Aaron Rodgers to come to the team in a vacuum, it's a bad sign. But when you figure the context into it, okay, Aaron Rodgers is going to come to the team. Yeah, it's a fine signing. You'll live with it. He'll be a nice wide receiver, two or three. I mean, depending on how Elijah Moore turns out, you know, um, he might even be part of the deal. He might not be around by the time they actually hit the field. But Aaron Rodgers with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and all those weapons that they have now, Alan Lazard even. Alan Lazard isn't bad. It's just he might not be worth what he got paid, but – Alan Lazar got a little bit of a helping hand from his boy Aaron Rodgers. Definitely, I think, in terms of getting that getting that bag. So I'm not worried about anything fantasy-related now. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, I think it's going to be a huge upgrade from what we saw last season. And if you look at Garrett Wilson's last season, like it wasn't even that bad. And that was with a turnstile at quarterback. And Zach Wilson played for some of those games, too. And it was it wasn't fantastic. So I have big expectations for the Jets players and Garrett Wilson and everybody, even Aaron Rodgers. You know, he should have a much better season than he did last season with the Packers. I would think so, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a, a true number one last year, right? Christian Watson right. came on towards the end of the year, but he was more of a big play guy, right? And, you know, not a true number one wide receiver just yet. I think Christian Watson can turn into that. But Garrett Wilson was already a number one wide receiver last year. Um, and now going into his second year, you got to expect him to take a major jump. Um, you know, and, and we'll get into a lot of the fantasy implications of the entire Jets offense, um, you know, once Aaron Rodgers officially signs. But, you know, it's really not that complicated. You know, number, yeah, I think Gary Wilson can be a fantasy wide receiver, one top 12 wide receiver, you know, with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He, he was almost that last year, pretty much like in games without Zach Wilson. So, um, right. so he, he's already <laughs> going to get it done. He's going to be the target funnel. We know that Aaron Rodgers, if he has a number one, you know, obviously in DeMont Adams, he was his target funnel, 13, 14, 15 targets at games at times. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what Gary Wilson's capable of. Um, and I'm hoping that Elijah Moore can, can take a step forward. Josina Anderson seemed pretty confident that uh, Elijah Moore is not going to be part of this deal to go over to Green Bay. Um, you know, take that for what it's worth. She's a pretty reliable source. Um, right. But it, it, she, you know, somebody asked her straight up on Twitter and she quote tweeted and said, no, uh, he's not part of the deal. But, you know, I, it looks like they're still negotiating at this point, according to Aaron Rodgers yesterday. So you never know this. She said this a couple days ago. So uh, who knows who knows where they're at now in, in on the negotiation table. So at this point, it's up to the Jets and the Packers to figure out what the compensation is going to be. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But Alan Lazard, you know, like you said, a little bit of an overpay there. Um, you know, it's a what was it four years, forty four million? I, yep. I think I think that's that's what it was for. Um, you know, and it is what it is. You know, if you know, this is a good thing though, because the Jets have been recruiting Aaron Rodgers from a lot. As soon as they hired Nathaniel Hackett, right? right? As soon as that happened, and you saw yesterday on the show on Pat McAfee's show, he said that Nathaniel Hackett is one of the bigger, biggest reasons why he wants to join the Jets, right? So he's going to have Hackett. He's going to have his boy Lazard. Uh, you know, he was talking so good about Lazard. He's like, yeah, he's a good player, but he's just a great guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. so like that's his boy, <laughs> right? So um, so that, that's that's cool to see. Whatever. We'll take it. Um, but but yeah, man, it's, 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 it's good. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Now, 
I, I do want to move on to a couple other wide receivers who got signed. Uh, and it's an interesting situation. You know, after Jimmy G, you know, got signed by the Raiders, he now has a new wide receiver uh, in Jacoby Myers. Um, right. And it's interesting because Jacoby Myers left on a three-year, $33 million deal to the Raiders. Um, decent guaranteed money. And we just thought that, you know, like we thought he, I personally thought that that was a little bit of an underpay. I thought he would get a lot more money considering the Christian Kirk deal last year. Yeah. I thought Jacoby Myers was a very similar or potentially even better receiver than Christian Kirk. You know, he has that, you know, he has that potential to kind of like break away a little bit. Didn't mm-hmm. do it yet in his career yet. Obviously I think Christian Kirk had a better career than him, obviously, but it, it could have happened. So I was yeah. a little surprised by that deal. And then a day later, you got Juju Smith-Schuster signing with the Patriots on the same deal. Three years, $33 million. And Jacoby Myers on Twitter quote tweeted, you know, whoever it was who put out the report that Juju signed. And he said, and he was like, the, it's a cold world or something like yeah, that, right? And it's like, yep. and, and it's so interesting because, I mean, I don't know about you. I feel like Jacoby Myers is a better wide receiver than Juju Smith-Schuster. And the fact that they signed signed the same deal, it seems like Jacoby would have would have had no problem staying, according to that tweet. And right. the Patriots just replaced him with Juju. Yeah. So a couple of things come to mind seeing all of this happen. You know, first, I wouldn't say Jacoby Myers is like head and shoulders above Juju Smith Schuster. I, I put them probably right on the same tier if I were ranking receivers right now, which I'm not, but that's where I would put him. I think that it was a little bit of an underpay though. I think that both of the receivers could have made a little bit more. The thing that jumped into my mind though, when I saw him tweet that it's a cold world, it just like, you got to wonder if that sour taste from that Raiders game was sitting in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? The Patriots when they were trying to let him go. Cause we all know what happened with Jacoby Myers. I saw a post. It was funny that they put out. It's a Jacoby Myers is the first player in NFL history to throw a game winning touchdown pass for a team before he signed with them. <laughs> if you remember that the whole Jacoby Myers, it, it, was, it was a thank you. Yeah, it was a thank so, you. The Raiders yeah. said thank you. Here's some money, and come come join us. Yeah, you want to be I, part I, of our team so badly, right? I thought Jacoby Myers would get a much bigger deal. I thought it'd be more in the range of like four years, sixty million, somewhere like that. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I wouldn't have been surprised if that was the case. Yeah. So I was, like you said, I was definitely caught off guard a little bit by the price, but just the fact that they brought Juju in, I, I don't think there was any type of subtleness about that i think the patriots just wanted to move on for jacoby myers it was just a bad a bad turn of events for him jacoby myers still got paid plenty of money you know he's getting a lot of money over over in las vegas but i think he could have got more um but he's over there with jimmy g now so i think that's i think he's gonna be fine there i was worried about him going to las vegas when darren waller was there but then what was it was it a couple hours later they traded darren waller so now I feel like Jacoby Myers is going to be a little bit more of a focal point in that offense, especially working alongside Devontae Adams. Like, he's a solid guy. Um, he was doing his thing. He was pretty much a de facto wide receiver one in New England. Can't really have a wide receiver one with Max Jones. But, you know, he was doing what he needed to do. Um, I think as a wide receiver, too, he has a chance to really flourish, um, especially in an offense that's just going to be overall better. And then Juju Smith-Schuster, he's going to take the role of Jacoby Myers pretty much, I think, in that offense as well. So, I'm not sure if they're going to draft anyone, if they're going to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. I know it said there have been reports saying that the Patriots have been calling about DeAndre Hopkins, and there was another receiver. Uh, I 
Jerry Judy. That's what it was. I don't know if they bring anybody else in, but as of right now, I think Juju's going to do better in that role than Jacoby Myers did. And Jacoby Myers was doing just fine. So I'm not worried about either of them where they ended up, but it is an interesting situation surrounding how they landed in their respective uh, teams. Yeah, I would expect me personally. I don't think you know Juju is going to have a better season than Jacoby Myers did. I just I think Jacoby Myers is just a better overall player, especially against man coverage and that sort of thing. And uh, you know Juju really really good against zone coverage, and you know that's where that's where he'll flourish. And you know maybe that's what you know the teams are playing a lot more zone than they are man. You know over the last couple of years, so you know maybe Bill Belichick is kind of you know leaning in that direction but right. you can also you call, you also can't really trust bill belichick's wide receiver evaluation considering his track record over the last <laughs> five or six <laughs> years uh drafting Just, and signing guys any draft with the patriots has been really odd I mean, Cole Strange just even last year, not even receivers, just overall the prospects like they, that they're bringing in. It's just been a little bit off recently. You know, even Mac Jones. I, I know Mac Jones is Mac Jones. You know, obviously he was one of the he top was gonna get, in He was going to get drafted regardless, uh, yeah. you know, early, you know. But as things stand right now, it seems like he's one of the lower ceiling quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Um, Definitely. Zach Wilson was in that class. So you can't paint them with the worst of those signings, but still. <laughs> it's just interesting. Hey man, if Zach Wilson went to the Patriots, he would have been top ten quarterback. You know that. You think so? No, I mean, I don't. Now I, I know uh, that he I... went to the Jets when the Jets were down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, and, right. You kind of got to give him a mulligan there, but at the same time, it just doesn't look. He doesn't look the same as he did in college. It, it, the anticipation, no, no, you know, nothing's there. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. His confidence is just shot, dude. Like I yeah. don't know. You know, I hope that you know, sitting behind her hand, right? <laughs> I keep seeing the 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 the, the quotes of the quote, like yeah. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson said uh, last season. He said, "Well, last yeah, last season." He said, "You know, whoever if they if they bring in a veteran, you know, I'm going to give him hell in practice." And then yeah. I don't know who I forgot who, who I saw like who who tweeted it, but said they put that quote up and they said, "Welcome to hell, Aaron." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, it's, it's hopefully you can teach him a thing or two. Maybe Zach Wilson, yeah. like we said, Zach Wilson might be on that Geno Smith career arc. You never know anymore. You, you never know. know. Um, but just going going back real quick. So Jacoby Myers, I think at this point, like you mentioned, Darren Waller got traded to the Giants a couple couple uh, hours after uh, Jacoby left uh, and and joined the Raiders. Uh, so he joined a crowded, you know receiver receiving room but now it's just basically him who i think will be the number two behind Devonte adams and then hunter mm-hmm. renfro so i'm assuming that you know jacoby myers and hunter renfro will call it kind of alternate outside inside with hunter renfro probably being the primary slot guy um because jacoby myers has some chops against man coverage so i wouldn't be surprised if he is primarily their z i would i would probably consider him the flanker um kind of playing off the line a little bit um, and then, you know, Jacoby Myers being the being the slot guy. That's kind of how I yeah. envision it. And I, and I think he'll be number two in targets, you know, pretty easily behind Devontae Adams at this point. Right. And we had talked about Jacoby Myers even last season being like way underpriced in drafts. You know, I don't think he was yeah. even being drafted. And I think that right. was just because he was on the Patriots. I think we'll see him definitely shoot up boards a little bit this season on a better offense, yeah. I think. I, I, better, I could yeah. see it. My only concern, though, is that he doesn't see the target share that he was getting with Devonta Adams there, because Devonta Adams is going to see a you know twenty seven, twenty eight percent target share. You know, Jacoby was getting you know twenty four, twenty five percent, and he's right. that kind of guy. And I would have assumed that he would continue to get that type of target share if he was like close to the number one wide receiver on whatever team he went to. But him going as number two, I, I still think it's solid. Um, 
I think if there was a better quarterback behind center, I think yeah. that he I would definitely be more excited about it because you know anytime you have a number two playing behind Devonta Adams with a better quarterback, you know that 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 wide receiver is going to see a lot of matchup advantages, and I think that's still going to be the case. He's going to have his games. Uh, mm. I just don't know how much upside you know he's really going to have. That's that's my only my only concern there. If only they um, had a and, guy like and, Derek Carr. oh man and say you know same thing with juju as well you know like you know i'm not i'm not really excited about him if he couldn't get it done for the most part in um in kansas city i don't think he's gonna get it done uh here uh in new england it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay, so we got Darren Waller going to the Giants here. Uh, the Giants released, finally released Kenny Galladay, right? Just yeah. Someone who is About just time. taking up space on their roster. About time. Um, it, it was almost like he wasn't on the team to begin with. He wasn't. Um, but now... Yeah. You got Darren Waller there. Like they, they still have Richie James. They still have Darius Slayton. They still have Sterling Shepard. You know, they still have um, Isaiah, Isaiah Hodgins. Hodgins. Yeah. Big but names. Big names. It seems to me like at this point, if Darren Waller stays healthy, I think that's the big question mark. Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy at this point, he's probably their target leader. Now, I would assume that they try to add some wide receiver help in the draft. Um, that's where I would be focusing on. If you're going to pay Daniel Jones that much money, like I would be aiming for one of these top wide receivers if I'm the Giants, yeah. um, you know, in the draft. So I would assume that's going to happen. But as of now, Darren Wall is probably the target leader. Would you agree? Yeah, I- I'm 100% with you. And I could have a whole conversation about the Daniel Jones contract. It's just crazy. <laughs> I-, I think they paid him a lot of money for what they given him. But that I digress. We're not going to go on to that. Darren Waller. I agree. He's going to be the number one target in this offense. I mean, regardless of whether he's playing tight end, lining up at the slot, even, you know, we'll see how they use him. But not only is he the most experienced, maybe the most athletic of this group, he's the biggest guy on the field, pretty much. That's going to be running down the seam. I think Daniel Jones is going to settle in with him pretty nicely, at least in the passing game. I, I think Darren Waller is going to be just fine. I think his prospects are much better because his usage, even when he was healthy down in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams there, wasn't fantastic. So I think Yuri has a much better shot of getting that target share, which we look for for receiving guys just in general, not just tight ends, but receivers overall. So I, I, I like this move for the Giants. I thought it was really good. They got him for a third round pick. Like that's cheap for a guy. He's still pretty young. You know, he's definitely not out of his prime. Uh, he's just had a little trouble with injuries and they're banking on. Um, him staying healthy, I think that was a risk worth taking. Rolling the dice here definitely made their offense better if he can stay on the field. Yeah, I, I trust Brian Dable to put him in in some good spots. Um, you know, for him to to be successful there, as long as he can stay healthy, I think he can he can be you know potentially back in the top five of tight ends as long as he can stay healthy. He has that ability, um, and I think he he should be fine there. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 